Hoje eu preciso te encontrar de qualquer jeito Nem que seja só pra te levar pra casa Depois de um dia normal And we're back with part two. <laughs> all right, I saved the episode and the file's there. We're all good. I was kind of nervous that it wasn't there because that's a lot of juicy deets. <laughs> hey, um, we left off with you in Sosa. So I guess who were your companions in Sosa? You had uh, you replaced Alvino. You were with Florentino. And then Vicente. Vicente was and, our companion. Uh-huh. And he was there for one transfer and then Elder Wilson. Wilson. So I spent one transfer with each with each each uh, companion while I was there. Did you know Rodrigo's nickname for Elder Wilson? No. No. I think it was Bolinho, wasn't it? Bolinho. That's <laughs> yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't, oh yeah, so um so uh, that's right. I remember cuz Elder Rodrigo um uh, um, trained uh, Wilson, so we were both uh, Rodrigo's fil- filinhos. <laughs> I remember that now. That's right. So, um, <laughs> I think. Well, I, I don't know Wilson's story. Anyways, where do you go to next? So it's end of January, probably. I don't know. You're in Sosa, and then you're transferred somewhere. Where do you go? To Macaíba. Okay. And I spent six weeks weeks there, and that's the that's the elder that I just can't remember for the life of me. Was it just two missionaries there in the house? It was just me and him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and you can't remember? Is he Brazilian? He he was he was Brazilian. He was uh he was he was light skinned, almost American looking, um, a little bit shorter. Um, was, it was really really good area. He was your junior. Really good, yeah, yeah, my my junior. So, um, so I just spent six weeks there. Um, <laughs> I guess the one one story to tell why I was there. I, that's the area I pooped my pants in. <laughs> that's the only time. Yeah, I poop my pants like in every area. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I I did it once, and it was it was we we went to lunch, and uh, it was like. 45 minute walk from our apartment or whatever it was it was long it was a long ways away yeah and it was hot and coarse and 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 everything like that but we went there and we ate like super greasy food like i think it was the galino like just everything was super super greasy Mm -hmm. and then they had had a mango tree right outside their house so the combination of all that grease and then all that fiber with with mangoes just made for a deadly combination yeah and we walked back and i like i can't remember like i don't remember any members houses on the way or something like that or anyways anyways there's just nowhere to go and i just i was i probably looked like an absolute idiot <laughs> i just remember my my companion like laughing his head off because i was walking so funny because i was trying to like hold it in or whatever <laughs> Yeah. I held it in until the moment I took the first step up our stairs. We had this long yeah, staircase. Yeah, I know those stairs, yeah. And as soon as I lifted my leg up, up the step, that's when I lost it. And it went all down my pants and down into my socks and shoes, and it was nasty. So <laughs> and then I got up in the apartment and took an extra 
couple hours for lunch while I clean clean myself up, and he was just laughing his head off. <laughs> that was part of the problem. He was like, he, he had a hard time walking because he was laughing so hard. So I was like, like Eller, I'm gonna poop my pants. If we don't get going. Who was this? What, I don't, yeah, you're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to let me know who it was afterwards. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go and and look at because I got that little book with all my companions and all the areas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, as soon as I as soon as I see it, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. So, um, well, anyways, in, in that area, what's the what's the zone, and what's the closest areas, or is it just six weeks of kind of isolation, or where do you go to district meeting? Like it's it is a little bit of six weeks of of isolations because it's it's um a little bit far, but I think it was zone in Natal. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was in Natal. So, I don't yeah, know. it was. Because it wasn't it wasn't Potenji that was it wasn't Boa Esperanza and Potenji. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then Santorin was, was the a, other part of no of no, Zona Norch, but Zona Sul yeah, so, had um. Zona, yeah, I, I don't know what yeah. the zone was called though. Yeah, I can't was, remember. Do you remember I your zone leaders zone. or anybody else there that would remember you who your companion was? <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it was so, it was such a brief six weeks. It was just like, it flew by. Okay. And, um, so I was called, um, district leader, like halfway through that transfer. Yeah. I was, I was there for six weeks. And then when I, I got transferred to, uh, by year with you. No, that was that's me. That was zone leader. Zone leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. So I was, I was like district leader for like maybe a week, or no, more than that. I was, I think it was like half the transfer, or no, it was a little bit more than that. It was like, it was most of the transfer because I think something happened and area got whitewashed and president called me, called me to be district leader, but I was there for six weeks and then I got called to be zone leader. So I was um, trying to remember the timeline. Did you come into Moochie round before Jinx or after Jinx? Um, after because Jinx got called to be, uh, AP. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. At, at that time. Is that right? I guess it's right. I don't remember. Because <laughs> I was with I, Rodrigo and Mochiron, and then Jinx and Mochiron, and then you and Mochiron. So you sent yeah. me out of Mochiron, right? Yeah, and Elder Kirino. Oh, that's right. I replaced you. Okay, so yeah, how was your first impression of Mochiron? It was crazy, dude. <laughs> like that bus ride every morning, uh-huh. that freaking, you know, you're just like bouncing or whatever. Yep, through the that jungle. Was, yeah, into the, yeah, through the jungle. And um, and then that super crazy walk yep. that we would do, you know, down the um, – you go in that Seiko, that farm or whatever, and then drop down that super steep hill. And then yep. you usually had people down there bathing and washing their clothes down that river. Yep. And then you'd kind of walk through there, and that's when you'd end up in, in, in Baye. But, um, Who was in the house with us? Uh, Lopes. Okay. Was it Vicente? I think Vicente, yeah. It was Vicente Wilson, was the senior? Vicente. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yep, Ella Vicente and Lopes. And that's that's where me and Lopes really hit it off. Like, we, we really um, kind of got to know each other and stuff like that. But that was a awesome house. Yeah. That was the best house in the whole um, 
whole mission. Like that was <laughs> like you go up there to wash your clothes, you know, and mm-hmm. you got like, anyways, it was, it was just really cool. But then you remember all the parties that happened. We had so many parties. Oh my gosh. And they would go on all night long. We wouldn't sleep all night. We'd play they war. Would go... Remember how intense you were with war? Yeah, <laughs> like, I did get like intense. We were all so intense. Yeah, I I turned into another person. Like I wouldn't blink. I would just be like so laser focused. You wouldn't get one emotion out of me. Period. Yeah, man, so, that was that was way fun. Yeah, yeah, we played some really good war games. And so. I think uh, like Mecum and uh, Dornelli's or someone else, or I think Lucas would come over and party every like after church, and then with P days, and then P day Eve, and yeah. Yeah, we would go in, we'd go, I remember we went to um, Pizza Hut a couple of times on P-Days and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I had more fun on P-Days in that in that area than, than any other. Yeah, So I think so too. I was there only in, in Juan Pessoa for those four months yeah. and mulch around, but that was way fun going into Juan Pessoa and yeah. bowling and Pizza Hut and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You were there, you left after... Um, Sorensen, right? Yeah. Do you remember Elder Sorensen? Yeah. Yeah. Were you, he's were you there with others? I was there. What's that? With Vicente and Sorensen. Yeah. I was there picking up Sorensen, and he hated his companion. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he did. He, yeah. So he, were you there with? So it was me and you and Sorensen and, and Vicente. So Lopes left, and you were there, or what happened? So I guess we were there two two transfers together then, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Because Lopes was there first, and then Sorensen came and replaced. Yeah. Yeah. I remember taking Sorensen out for a hamburger. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, this is the first real food I've eaten. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, do you remember the packages he'd get from his mom? Like, the, like, I think he got, like, a Taco Bell or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we, we, we made tacos. We made hard tacos, and they were the yeah. best thing ever. Oh, my. They were, like, heaven on earth. That was awesome. <laughs> that was. Yeah. So you were there then. Do you remember when they baptized that that really old lady that didn't want to be baptized? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So that's a story that's got to be told. So. <laughs> well, so we me, can let Sorensen tell that story. It's his baptism but we can tell it we also baptized that one family that that lady had the lazy eye and they had the little kid we married them oh yeah yep yeah yeah we baptized them them. we baptized uh some some snakes and some young men and an old lady remember that old lady with the crackers Yes. I left yes. I left right before she was baptized and she was baptized the next week. Yeah, she was way awesome. Um she like had gone to the uh Assembly of Judeos and, mm-hmm. and they told her to sell like her fridge yep. and give her all this money and stuff like that and we showed up and anyway, she was just the sweetest kind of slave. She always sit in the front row up there in the in the schoolhouse. Um, yeah. So which um, later on, after you left, I think President Gishwander got in trouble for having a branch up there. Yeah, because it wasn't an official branch. Right. Yeah, yeah that was so, a that was a Martins leftover. Yeah. So all now you can tell Sorensen's crazy story. That's I, I yeah. I don't want to tell tell it. Let's hear I, it. We'll we'll hear the clarified version later. You can tell it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, 
it, so it was so I'll give all the credit to Sorensen. It was him and Vicente's baptism, right? But um, Sorensen couldn't get her in the water, so I got in the water with Sorensen. So both. Wait a second. Sorensen... Was I there? I don't. I don't remember this. Was it? Was it with your new companion, Carino? It must or... have been El Carino. It must have been El Carino. Maybe you heard about it after. Maybe later. I don't on remember being there. Yeah. So it was. You remember the baptismal font? It was kind of like this dungeon, uh-huh. the cement, you know, and yeah. everything like that. So, so we were in there. Elder, elder. Um, why didn't Sorensen, you do it down in? Uh, why, why didn't you do in Baye? Why did you have to go over to Muchiround? I don't know why we did it in Muchiround. <laughs> to be make honest any with sense, you, because they were working in the other area. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Those yeah, two I, on the I other side no of idea. the valley. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Unless she was, unless, unless she lived in Moochie Down. Uh, bad news. They're poaching. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that one was, anyways, so, <laughs> I don't think she did. Anyways, we were baptizing out there for whatever reason. Elder Sorensen could not get her to baptize. <laughs> she got in the water. She got, she got some water on her hand, sprinkled it on top of her head, and she's like, that's it, right? I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not how we baptize here. You got to go under. <laughs> so Elder, so Elder Sorensen is in there, can't get it. So I, I get in a in a, a, a baptismal suit. So it's me, Elder Sorensen, and this lady. She's she's got to be like, you know, sixty, seventy years old or whatever. She's absolutely terrified of the water. So we're standing in there, and then we start talking in English, and we're like, okay. This is how we're going to do it. <laughs> and we're like, Elder Swanson's like, I can't remember if I did it or he did it, but one of us, um, I think, I think he, I think I did it. Anyway, he's like, you're going to take her legs out from under her and I'm going to dunk her. <laughs> so, so I, so I got my leg, tripped her, took her feet out from under her. And he dunked her in the water. Sweet. And then she was baptized. <laughs> Just baptized. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we we tripped a a seventy year old lady into and, the water. and got her baptized. Got it. Got it done. Cool man. <laughs> yeah. So so I guess that's Muchi down. And then I was there with El Kine, You know. Um, Is there any other crazy stories? I mean, a lot of crazy stuff happened in Muchi Round, especially if we were there for two transfers. Yeah, I remember. I, I think we were um, only there for one transfer with me and you. It can't, doesn't make any sense with those two. You think it was two? It had to have been. If if we were there with Lopes and Sorensen, it had to have been two. Was I? I had to be there with Lopes because Sorensen. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was two transfers yeah. because I'm because you lived with Lopes, right? And Vicente. Yes, I'm pretty sure I did. And 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 Sorensen replaced Lopes. I remember living with both of them. Yeah, I remember Sorensen hating his companion. And was it me and you and Sorensen then? Me, you, Sorensen, and Vicente. Yeah, but what about Lopes? Anyways, go on. I'll figure it out later. I'll look at my yeah. journal. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so I guess this, so I don't know if you remember, but there were nights that we would walk around at night and it just felt like the devil was there himself. 
it was eerie. Yeah, it's, it was really eerie. It's creepy and, and crazy. So Do you remember? I remember. Like the we would leave early. I think we <clears> left that that area. I don't remember there being past nine very often. No, no, no. We we tried to get a bus out, um, and the bus was pretty close to the bishop's house. So I think uh, at night we'd go over and hang out like at the bishop's house, or go yeah. over and get like a she's tutu from that place. Right next to the bus and then there's that one little cart that sold french fries and i'd always get french fries there by the bus station yeah. at night but yeah, yeah walking around mulching around was a bad idea at night we'd stay close to the main streets and yeah and be safe it seemed like we were we were home like early like 8 30 we almost would get on the bus around eight or something like that well it gets dark like at 6 or 5 30 and so it's after dark it's kind of sketchy anyways unless you have places to be Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that, but, um, I remember San Juan was, I was there during San Juan. Okay. Um, and it was crazy. I, were me and you together, but it was smoke. like smoke, to, like totally. It was crazy. I can't um, remember. Yeah. I've got a, I haven't really looked up. You're my first companion that I've talked to. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone else is, <laughs> we passed by, we lived in the same house maybe for a transfer or so, or we were friends yeah. on a mission, but you're my first companion interview. <laughs> yeah. So I should. So you were my first American um, companion. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you were going my... through a whole list. All right, when did, what month was this then? So it had been around June, because San Juan was in June. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, this was my second to last. You were my second to last companion. Because after you, I went up to Nova Natal. Nova Natal, third to, time, right? To the third time to finish with Squire. Yeah. So, um, so I guess the only other story is, is Elder Kirino. When um, I don't think he'll he'll mind me telling this story, but um, so when I was with Elder Kirino. Um, he got circumcised. Yeah, well, Shafin told the story. Oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I think the only only part. All well, what did he tell? You'll have to listen to it. I'll have I'm to listen to it. So, let me, I'll tell you. So I was I was El Aquino's, um companion, mm -hmm. and so I was I went to the doctor with him when when all of this went down. And what was uh, the reason? Shafin didn't know the reason. Was it like a infection or something it may have been <laughs> but I, I i don't know to be honest with you okay. but also it's not like a choice that you usually just go and do yeah yeah exactly so i'm, <laughs> I, I'm sure there was something but um uh, so anyways when when this went and happened we went into the to 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 have it happen and he he went into the operating room he came back and he was as high as a kite he was just like <laughs> on all of this stuff and he it was hilarious it was like the funniest thing ever because he came out he started like feeling himself and things like that he's like elder crochet and he said it in english too he didn't say it in, in portuguese he's like elder crochet they cut off my penis that <laughs> <laughs> was cortado meu penis it was cortado meu penis <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying that over and over, and he talked about like how the nurses were um, Palmeiras fans, and he was a Corinthians fan. And he's like, because they they saw my 
Eles viram my penis, eles cortaram meu penis. He was so worried about these nurses that that saw his his his, his penis, you know, and, and stuff like that. So he was he was saying the wildest things, and then um, we're um, we're sitting there, and this lady just comes walking down the hall, and this lady, and she comes in and pokes her head in, and and he come she comes walking around the the side of the bed to start talking to him, and he pulls out my John the Baptist. Um, um, card out of my pocket yeah. and invites her to be baptized right there <laughs> on the spot. It was awesome, but come to find out, she was a member of the church that hadn't. She was like, she hadn't been to church for a really long time and 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 stuff like that. So it was really funny. Yeah. And then the only other story about that was we when you know that crazy bus ride right mm-hmm. up to Muchi Down. Yeah. So we would go on that. And he couldn't sit down on the seat because it it hurt way too bad. <laughs> so he'd just be bouncing, and he would like be freaking out because it, it hurt so bad. So, <laughs> so there you there there you have it. There's um there's there's Muchi down for you. Yeah, creepy stuff. So, but that family that we baptized end in here on a positive note. That family you and I baptized was a really cool family. It was really cool. I think I think that was one of the first times I. No, that wasn't the first time that I'd, I'd married someone. But anyways, I remember that was a really, really cool family. Did I go with you to a member's dad's birthday party in the forest and he was so drunk? Do you remember that? I don't. There was a lady there that was a member and she invited us to her, her dad or maybe even her husband's birthday party. And it was it was way past the bishop's house. And we had to walk like a half a mile through the forest like mm-hmm. away from Baie, the opposite way. And um, we got there and this guy was laying on the floor completely drunk and <laughs> we ate some cake and then left. <laughs> oh my. Uh, maybe it was Jinx. I'll bring a Jinx in. It wasn't yeah. Rodrigo. I can't remember. Anyways, that was my niche around remembering. Oh, yeah. And then there was those uh, snakes like Jersica. Do you remember her? She wrote me a scroll, like a love letter scroll that was like 20 pages taped together and rolled up. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I still have it in my box. <laughs> I showed my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was fun. Oh, that's awesome. That snake sounds familiar. <laughs> so, all the snakes I remember were in Boas Benon, so that place was chuck full of them. Yep. Kissing elders and <laughs> nonsense like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, where'd you go after Mochiran? After Mochiran, I went to Filippi Camarón. With Chefine. With Chefine, yep. And that was some of the best um, growing experiences of of my entire mission as far as, like, doctrinally. Mm -hmm. Like, Elder Chefine was just such such an intelligent scholar of the gospel. And I remember having some of the best companionship studies and stuff like that from him. I just I just remember learning learning a lot about the gospel and, and things like that. So yeah, it was cool. It was it was a difficult area just because it was so poor. Didn't you serve in Flip coming out? No, no. Anyways, it was it was a very very poor area and, and a lot like Muchi Down. I mean, it was it was it was pretty similar to Muchi Down in a, in a lot of respects. So, um, but uh, anyways, I was just I was there with Chaffin for I think just two tra- transfers okay and, and that was really cool got to just 
love Elder Chaffin. He's such a great elder and um, things like that. But, um, I'm trying to. Uh, there, there are a few people in the area. Oh, I there was a there's a family in the area that um, two two Moses that we that we baptized later. Um, the mom and dad later got got baptized way after we we had left. But um, super strong. I think one a couple of them there. One of them served served a mission and stuff like that, but that was that was really cool. It was a really cool area. So yeah. we also um, baptized um, this lady that had been working with the elders for years, for a long time. Um, but the reason that she kept coming to church, she just she had a heroin addiction. Wow! And yeah, it was it was crazy. Elder Snell, um, I don't know if you remember Elder Snell, but mm-hmm. he was like the first one to start working with her. So it was a while, but um, I think Elder Chaffin actually eventually kind of kind of reached her, and, and um, she it was great. She's she's just a, a wonderful person. I think I think a bishop or mission president actually Elder Gishwander had to had to interview her or whatever. But anyways, it was it was really cool. Yeah, really great area. So yeah, so that was, and then uh, one funny story. I guess me and uh, Elder Chaff and we came up with this brilliant idea that one night we would, we we sat down, we cut uh, like a 13 kilo um, watermelon in half, and I ate one half of it, and he ate the other half of it. Yeah. And our idea, because we were going to go to Shuhasco the next day, and our idea <laughs> was that expand we would eat this watermelon, expand our stomach, pee it all out the next morning or whatever yeah. and then we'd have this huge stomach and we'd just be able to gorge ourselves at the at the um Shuhasco. okay so yeah did it work uh yeah <laughs> i think we actually got charged like an extra plate or something like that if i remember right because hmm. we didn't like eat something or something i don't know but yeah it was fun other chaffin was cool i think i remember just kind of hanging out with him a lot in that area so but well, that's Filippi Camarón for you. Then where'd you go? Or any, anything else in there, or you good? No, no, I think, I think okay. that's it. So just really love love my companion. He taught me a lot. Still look up to Elder Chaffin in, in so many regards to, to this day and grateful for our friendship and that we've been able to stay in touch and stuff like that. So he's a great guy. Cool. Yeah. And then Elder Lopes, um, my long lost Brazilian brother. He's he's so awesome. It was um, fun that you guys hit it off because I was I trained to him. He was my son. Yeah. And we were in like a Nova Natal, and then we got emergency trans. Oh, then we went to Kaiko together. Together. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and then um, or maybe we started in Kaiko and got emergency transferred to Nova Natal. I can't remember. I haven't got over my mission yet. <laughs> but um and then we were lived together in Mochiron, so that was fun seeing Lopes again. Yeah. yeah. So who so were we you with were... were you with Lopes and where'd you go? Cabadello? Yeah, Cabadello. With so, Lopes. Yeah, we, we white or it was whitewashed when we got there. Me and Elder Lopes got there together and we were there together for three transfers. Are you zone I... leaders together there? Yeah. Yep. So I was I was zone leader like six months into my mission, and I died as zone leader. So I was 
uh, maybe a little long, uh, maybe it was like eight or nine months. Anyways, I was like, like overwhelming majority of my mission. I was, so I was I your was first zone leader companion in Mochi Round, and then you were zone leader till you went home. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and uh, Lopes and I, um, yeah, Cavadelo was just a branch when we got there, and then um, it had been working towards being a ward for a long time. But while we were there. Uh, Dela became a ward, which was really cool. Yeah. I do remember one one guy that we baptized, uh, Pedro. Um, we found him. He was kind of like this, just one of those golden investigators, stopped smoking, and then um, we, we baptized him, and uh, he later served a mission and uh, got married in the temple and stuff like that. So just a really solid, really great kid. So that was really, really cool. Just kind of a cold contact, just you know, Lord had prepared him and, and things like that, but really, really cool guy. So yeah, loved Elder Lopes. Um, one story I'll tell you about Elder Lopes and I. Um, so we got to be really close, and I think, I think this happened because we were so close. You know how sometimes, like growing up with brothers and sisters, like you just expect a lot of, out of each other, and you get frustrated. I mean, you know, you're just like you. You, your brother and sisters, you know better. You know them, and you know that they know better, or whatever. And it's just really easy to be have a short fuse with them, or whatever. So, anyways, Elder Lopes and I kind of had this type of relationship. And there was there was a time that there's this guy that we're just making fun of us in the streets, or whatever. And, and uh, Elder Elder Lopes was was really bugged by it, and I wasn't being very Christ like myself, but. I, I turned around and I told Lopes, I said, I said, dude, that's not what a missionary does. I said, you, you're a representative of Jesus Christ and you need to act like one, you know, kind of put him in his place. And I was kind of a more holier than thou type of type of taking type of position I shouldn't have or, or whatever. So I was just as much as fault as he was. But um, we went back to the apartment and we were pretty ticked off at each other. And uh, I'm like, dude, we got to figure this out because we cannot go out and work if we're like this, you know, because we're obviously both hate each other right now. <laughs> and um, it almost kind of sounds like high school drama. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> but uh, so me and Elder Lopes, we, we said a prayer. I said it and he didn't say amen. And I'm like, what? Like, what's your problem? Why didn't you say amen? You know? And he, and he, you know, then he's like, you're only supposed to say amen if you agree. And I don't agree. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyway, so we, we talked that through, um, and, and finally got figured out. But, uh, that was kind of a, a moment that Elder Lopes and I had. And it was, it, it was a good one. We learned a lot from it and learned a lot from each other and, and things like that. So it was cool. We're, we're best of buds. So he's, when we were, when we were companions, were there any, moments or issues i think it was just smooth sailing the whole time or was oh yeah i don't remember any issues yeah no i don't i don't remember any either like as a matter of fact like that was like one moment and like i said I think yeah yeah, yeah. Lopes is great. High, right right yeah i think we had a high school moment but i didn't like all of my companions like i would say my most difficult companion was other Vicente. um and even that like you know we we got over it and we, you know, figured we just work differently and, yep. and things like that. It was all, all fine. But yeah. yeah, I never had a problem with, 
like any companions. I, I hear stories about people like had these horrible companions, but I've never felt like I, I had that. So yeah, me and you, we had tons of fun, I think. Yeah, we were just out there having a great time. <laughs> oh yeah, like just just baptizing, doing what we were supposed to and having fun on P Day, like it was great. Yep. So anyways, so you're with Lopes and Cabadello for three transfers in a row? Yeah. And it was yeah, just it was, you two it, in the house or did you have four in the house? Um part of the time it was just us two and then part of the time there was there was others. Um Elder Homo Waldo. Uh-huh. I remember Homo him. Waldo. It was yeah. home, it was Homwaldo and Fabio were in the house with me and Lopes when you were in with uh, Rodrigo and those two. Ah, there you do go. Do you remember Homwaldo and Fabio in my house? Yeah, yes, I do. Now that you say that, I remember. I, they're they're so their their minds are are coming up. Oh, so and and in Cabadillo, that's when um, Elder Peixoto, he um. He kind of like got burned out towards the end of his mission, and he just wanted to go home. And uh-huh. he's told President, he's like, anyways, he's like, I want to be with Elder Croshaw. So, anyways, he sent Elder Pichotto to be with me, and Elder Pichotto didn't want to wake up in the morning and all these things. And I was just, I don't know, I was just being funny. I didn't mean to be a jerk or anything like that. And and it was all good, but like he wouldn't want to wake up in the morning. So like at six o'clock in the morning, I'd like go and jump on his bed and and wrestle around with him, and <laughs> you know he'd be so mad at me and stuff like that. And I just thought it was fun. It was great. So he didn't want to work, and I'm just like, dude, we are working. That's just what we're gonna do. So whether you like it or not, you can you can put a smile on your face or you cannot, and and or whatever. So yeah, I really. I really like Elder Peixoto. Learn learned a lot a lot from him. Still yeah, keep in touch with him. Cool. So he's a good guy. Um, so we were in a trio there for a while. Okay. And then, um, yeah. So uh, Cavadillo turned into Ward. Um, I do remember. Uh, so we had that one Pedro. And we also had another uh, Hot Pies and Mosa that we ran into. I think he later served served a mission. So it was it was pretty cool. It was, it was a good area. So. Where'd you go after Cabadello? I went to Amaranch. Okay. So that's where I I died. Um, Elder Nilsson. Where is Amaranch? Amaranch is up by um, Potengi. So it's like um, it's I think it's a little further north than Boa Esperanza. Okay. So, I think Santarén is in that in that that zone. I think it's it's called Zone Potengi, or or Zona. Um, anyways, it it, it was it was that it was just like Santarén, Potengi, Amaranch. Okay. It was so. Yeah. Anyways, Cidade do Sol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. A, I did with Squire. I did a bunch of interviews in Cidade do Sol in my last. Yeah. Year. So it was right next to Cidade do Sol. Got it. So it was it was crazy. So that was my last area, and um, I think I had one baptism. I was there for three months. I had one baptism. That's hard. So stuff. I, yeah, <laughs> I baptized. I baptized every single week of my mission. Um, well, I shouldn't say every every single week, but yeah, generally you but, didn't go for a big stretch. Right, exactly. So that was the first time. Like I remember going to the zone leaders and stuff, 
uh, meetings and stuff like that, and reporting. Who and were stuff your like companions? That. Um, Elder Nielsen and Elder Walsh. And it was crazy because it was like it was my last area, so I obviously knew what I was doing and 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 things like that. And I had two solid companions and stuff like that. We worked our tails off um, and, and things like that. But it was just it was just there was just nothing. It was, it was just like nothing yeah. it, was, it, was, it was just kind of crazy so um which was fine because to be honest with you i think it was preparing me in a lot of ways for 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 my dad's death just kind of like you know like life isn't always roses and and, and tulips and life stuff like that you know mooch around with heeks <laughs> yeah yeah well mooch yeah it's not always mooch around with heeks so um so anyways i don't know if you remember other uh, all of these? Yeah. And Elder Barbosa? Mm, was he white? No. Uh, yeah, kind of. Anyways, those two were like, they were, they were like, kind of super lazy. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. I think so, I remember Barbosa. But me and, me and, it was kind of interesting. So, um, I'm trying to think, this might be a good closing story, but, um, we don't have to close, but anyways, I guess talking about our areas. Well, if you're, if you're on your last area, then it's kind yeah. of anyways. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, so th- those two were kind of lazy and, and there was, you know, I don't think they totally loved me and I didn't not like them, but it was just kind of like, we were just very different and stuff like that. But so, so, um, so it was, um, this was my birthday and uh these two were both kind of being like super super shady like they kept like running off i didn't know what they were doing i'm just like man what are these two up to you know they're up to up to something you know so i try to figure it out it was my birthday but it was long story short they um they had been planning like this surprise birthday thing for me all, all day long so i got home and uh you know they had cake there they had sprite they just they just like made it like a really special day. It was like this birthday party, you know, and I was two weeks from from going home and and uh, and, and things like that. And uh, it was great. It was it was kind of interesting that night. I ran into um, I ran into uh, this guy in the street that was really distraught. It was raining and cloudy and stuff like that. And um, talked to him bear testimony of the gospel and eternal families and i just felt like this like this extra sense of like like just sometimes you testify and there's just like every fiber of your being is like you know testifying that you know what you're talking about is is true and and uh kind of like you're testifying the savior and it didn't matter whether he's standing right in front of you or not you know you just knew that's just how real it was and I was testifying to this guy about eternal families and the importance of eternal families and and things like that. It was pouring rain and it was it was kind of it was kind of crazy, but it just seemed like peace and calm and and all this stuff. So, um, anyways, when we, when we went back home, they had this surprise birthday party for me, everything like that. So that was that was my birthday. I woke up the next morning, and that's when I found out. That's when uh, President Gishwatner called me on the phone and said, "Hey." Um, your dad's been in a motorcycle accident, and that's all I knew. Um, I was studying uh, Doctrine and Covenants uh, um, section one twenty one, 
uh, that was that's a section jo- Joseph Smith is in in Carthage jail, um, and uh, things like and that, so that was that was that was kind of interesting to be studying that. But I was just sitting there waiting for him, and he was in Juan Peso when he called me. So it was three, three hours later. He showed up at my door, took me into his car. I still had no idea. I just knew he, my dad was in a bad accident. I didn't I didn't know anything else. And um, took me in in the car, and he said. Um, your state president, um, uh, your state president is going to call and, 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 and talk to you. And I said, Oh, okay. Like, is, is everything okay? And things like that. And then that's when the state president called me and he said, Elder Crochet, you know, um, your dad died last night in, in, a, in a motorcycle accident. Um, so last night thinking back, you know, 12 hours, that's about, you know, doing the math. That was about the time that I was talking with that gentleman and his his daughter was, you know, I think now that it's coming back to me, she was she's on her deathbed or, or whatever. And I was testifying to him about eternal families, and um, and uh, then I found out that my dad died um, the day before, and I was realizing that I was now living in eternal family. Not that, that may sound weird, but. Um, Basically, like that's the hope that I have to see my dad again, right? Is is, is an eternal family. So, um, so I talked to my state president. He told me this and, and things like that. And then at that moment, that's when he handed the. He said, "Your," he says, "Your mom and brother." So my mom and little brother, he was um, 12 years old at the time, was home with my mom when this happened. My other brother, um, that's in the middle between us, he was um, 18 at the time. Um, was in Europe on a senior trip. So I was in Brazil. He was in Europe. My mom and little brother were, were home when, when this happened. And, and he, he handed over, he, and, and to be honest with you, I was fine at this point. You know, I was just like, I was in the right frame of mind. I was teaching about eternal families. I was, you know, like the gospel's true, all these things, like, just okay, everything, but then he handed the phone over to my mom. He says, "Your mom wants to talk to you," and that's when it hit me, and it just like hit me with like a ton of bricks. It's like, what in the world am I going to say to my mom? You know, like I need to help her and and and, and things like that. And and uh, you know, I'm five thousand miles away. You know, what what can I possibly do? And I just got on the phone with her and talked to her, and she sat there and apologized and apologized that this happened on my birthday and everything like that, and. I said, Mom, what better day for it to happen? Like, what a great day to remember my dad for the rest of my life, you know, and, and things like that. And so uh, we talked it over, and and um, and uh, she, you know, we kind of decided, you know, um, that, you know, I, everything was fine and that I'd stay and finish out my mission. Got off the phone, talked with President Gishwantner, and, and he said, you know, Elder, your your mission is done. He said, you have a new mission. And I'm the oldest of three boys. And he said, you know, you have a responsibility to go home and, and take care of your, your family and things like that. And I, I talked to him and I said, you know, it's, it's it's really fine. This is what my mom wants. And so this is what I'll do. Everything's fine. Um, and I uh, we went out to lunch, um, myself and, and all the elders. So Elder Barbosa and Elder um, Alves, you know, kind of these two supposedly Fubekas, but um, those guys just, you know, like I will always respect and love them so much because the day before, 
you know, they didn't know what happened. I didn't know what happened, but they made that day so special for me. And, um, you know, they were there and they were really concerned about me. And they, you know, the prison Gishwander says, go home and, you know, just hang out for a couple hours and, and things like that. So I did what I was told and things like that. But all I wanted to do was get back to work. You know, I was like, gotta, gotta get back to work. So we went to, went to, a, uh, we had skipped our lunch appointments. We went back there to apologize and stuff like that and, and talk to people. And that's, and President Gishwander gave my mom my cell phone because I had a cell phone because I was his only And she said, you know, just feel free to call anytime you need to, you know, over the next couple of weeks. And so she called me and, and uh, my uncle's got, you know, kind of, anyways, every, it was annoying at the time, but looking back on it, everyone was just concerned for me and my family and wanted to make sure that I take, they, we would be taken care of and stuff like that. And, and so they were like, oh, we'll fly down to, to Sao Paulo. We don't have visas, but we'll fly down there and just stay in the airport and then, and fly home with you. So you don't have to fly home by yourself. I'm like, no, that's, that's, that's not necessary. You know, it's not about me flying home by myself. This is just what me and my mom decided or whatever. And then long story short, my uh, mom told me, you know, she's like, no, I think I want you to come home. I said, you got it. So I called President Kishwaner, you know, that night, I told him, you know, change, sorry, plans have changed. Uh, need to go home. Got um, uh, got the plane tickets and stuff like that, and it's kind of amazing the whole trip home. So I uh, ran into a lot of different people and had some really meaningful conversations along the way. But you know, again, like I just had this extra sense of like this may s- sound strange, but I had all my dad didn't serve a mission. And I always dreamed about serving a mission with my dad. And to be honest with you, that last, you know, um, 72 hours of my mission that I was still a missionary and wasn't home, I felt like I served a mission with my dad. Um, And just because I had the extra strength and and bore testimony of families and ran into several people that had had very difficult things happen to them in their life, losing family members and talked to them. This happened three or four different occasions, you know, throughout my time from, you know, Natal to where I was at to, um, to, you know, Salt Lake City, um, ran into a a few different people, but, um, remember running to someone in the Hodoviar in in, in Juan Pessoa, a couple people in the airport, things like that. I had a 19 hour layover in Juan, in Sao Paulo, which was miserable, (laughs) um, things Mm -hmm. like that. But, um, got home once i once once i got home the relief society had a, so much food there that we didn't know what to do with but i had been you know everyone knows how how it is to eat you know at lunch or whatever do they just like pour it on and continue to pour it on until you you go home sick or whatever you know but um so i came home and i just ate everything that was in the fridge it was wonderful <laughs> and then we went <laughs> um and then I went uh, to my to to uh, the funeral home with my mom. We planned my dad's uh, funeral, um, and uh, it was it was it was amazing. I mean, this may sound weird, but um, uh, I do remember President Gishwaner. I went out to dinner with him and and uh, sister Gishwaner, um, or maybe I don't know. Maybe we didn't go out to dinner. Maybe we did. I can't remember, but. It was. I just remember him sitting me down and talking to me. He said, "You're going to get home, 
and you're going to see your dad and that is not your dad. And I'm so grateful that he told me that because, because, because I don't remember lot. So I saw my dad in the airport when I left, right? The next time I saw him, he was, he was in a casket and uh, he said, that's not your dad. That's your dad's body. Your dad's spirit, it, it, it's, it's somewhere else. And I'm glad I made that, made that connection because when I think of my dad, I don't think about that time, the first time I saw him when I got home. Well, it wasn't him, right? But I don't think about the first time I saw his body. I think about you know, all, the, all the great things and, and things like that. His funeral was incredible. Tons of outreach and, and kind of where we started off with this conversation, you know, um, just um, so much love from everyone in the mission, President Gishwantner, a lot of elders in the mission, a lot of people that I, that I, you know, that I worked with, you know, sent me letters home. I was going through them before we had this conversation mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Um, but it was, it was, it was really great. Me and my brothers got to speak at the funeral. That was a really powerful powerful um moment and things like that so my brother at the time was was trying to decide whether he believed in god and not or not you know and he really struggled he later decided to go serve a mission and serve in portugal which was really cool me and my family have been blessed ever since of course i would love to have my dad around but um i also wouldn't have any other way because of the how close me and my family have got how close to the Lord I've, I've, I've become and all the things I've learned from it. So, so anyways, I hope, I hope we don't end this note on a downer and that's all positive stuff, right? It's all, it's all wonderful and, uh, and built a lot of lasting memories and, 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 uh, you know, friendships and stuff like that because of, because of the experiences that I went through. So it's great. That's great, man. That's a really sad and, story. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, i guess it, it does sound sad but it's it's really so not a sad story the, <laughs> the moral of the story is families are eternal you know it's like good that's it's good yeah. <laughs> but so. i mean it's hard it was a hard story or yeah yeah hard thing sure. to live yeah. through i'm sure yeah sure, yeah man. but yeah but i wouldn't like i said i wouldn't i really wouldn't have it any other way like i wouldn't have any other way love my dad there's times that I sit there and I'm like, man, it would be really great to be able to ask him a question or whatever. But yeah. I've I've learned so much and grown so much for it, and I just wouldn't have any other way. And I have no doubt in my mind that I'll I'll see him again because he took us to a temple when I was eight years old. Cool. Um, yeah, so he took our family to the temple and made sure we got sealed, and and that sealed the deal. It was it was right there. We could we could go through all of that stuff because we were an eternal family. So yeah. no doubt about that. So. Cool, man. We got some um, some trivial stuff to go over at the end. Good. That we Good. Go let's, over. let's let's lighten this conversation up. What's your favorite Brazilian music? What do you like? Foho. What kind? Of course. Who's your band? That's... What's your songs? Um, I um of. The aviões. Aviões de forro. Aviões de forro. Yeah. Okay. To be honest with you, I don't know if I really have a favorite. The only two <laughs> bands that even come to mind yeah. are Aviões de Forro and Calcinha Preta. Limão Camelos one, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> any other Brazilian music that you listen to? Did you have any like CDs that you took home or anything like that? I did, but I I haven't listened to him for a long, long time. I think it was the Albion's de Fojo that that I that I have. So okay, yep. Um, favorite Brazilian foods? 
Um, uh, feijão <laughs> com arroz. <laughs> That's I love that. I came home and what, I, what, I craved that so much. Just black beans, gonna... just regular, or just brown? Black beans would be my yeah, would be my favorite. Okay. Um, I don't think I loved. Um, I remember you loved uh, the farofa uh-huh. a ton. Yeah. And I I like farofa, but I definitely don't think I like it as much as you do. So it was just it was like sawdust. <laughs> Yeah, I would just dump it on. It was great. Yeah, Chefine yeah. liked it, so we we connected on that one. What's your favorite yeah. uh, pop in Brazil? Pop, um, Sprite. Yeah, or, or Fanta. Yeah, yeah. Just because they use the the um the, sugar? the cane, yeah. sugar cane. Do you like the Guaraná, or do you have a brand of Guaraná? Oh yeah, Guaraná. Like? Yeah, Guaraná. A cold Guaraná was always amazing. So. That was good. And your juices? Um, uh, goyaba. Okay. Goyaba. Some straight um, up guava nectar. Yeah, and um, acai. No, that was a that was like a pudding type of stuff. Yeah. Acai was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asarola. Yeah. Asarola. Yeah. Yep. Those are my two <laughs> favorite. So. Um. There was something else. I don't have my list in front of me. Um, favorite areas or favorite house? Probably that house we lived in by that that had been that was like the best. Me and me and uh, Shafin lived in a dump at Filippi Camarón. We kept that place clean, but there were so many mosquitoes. I had to sleep with my fan uh, over me. I, I always did, right? But right. like, I actually had to sleep. That's where I learned to sleep with the covers over my head because there's so many mosquitoes i'd wake up and there's blood everywhere because of all the mosquitoes <laughs> so was, so you asked my favorite that was probably the worst one but my favorite one was by 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 far it was the nicest house in the entire mission did you have any did you have a cd player yes did you have like church Pretty music sure. that you listened to yes a lot of efy efy <laughs> 2004 yeah, I've never been into I've never been into music, so I mostly just relied on my companions that that played it. So, um, we're gonna split this up into two, and you get to choose a song to end the first one. So, what song do you want to end it? <sighs> you can get back to me if you need to look at some songs. I might need to. Yeah, I'm trying to think like. Oh yeah, not that one. Do you remember that one in Boa Esperanza? That was play all the time. Like oh yeah, da da da. And I don't, I still don't know what that. Is it, I just know it's bad. Oh yeah, festa la mayape. Yeah, I did that yeah. one already for Chefine's third episode. I think <laughs> you have to listen to it. It's bad. Oh man. Yeah, it's bad. Um, there's there's one by the Avions of Fojo. I'll I'll try to find. Okay. Yeah, so. I'm sure they have a bunch on YouTube, and that's where I grab all my clips from. So, yeah, yeah, I'll try to find, I'll try to find one. Cool, man. Um, I'm gonna cut it, and then we can keep on talking. So we'll cut the episode. Anything? Last things? Any shoutouts or anything? Um, loved all all my companions and people I ran into that, that listen to this. So hope. Hoping none of you are mad at me at any of the stories I've told. So, 
<laughs> there are some others that I could share that um, I've chosen not to, so be grateful for that. <laughs> cool, man. Well, thanks for doing this, and Mais perfeito e mais fiel 
Mesmo sozinho sei que estás perto de mim Quando triste olho pro céu Quando eu te vi O sonho aconteceu Sei que estás em algum jardim Entre as flores Anjo, meu tão amado anjo Bem sei que estás E eu dobrando o sono Hei de acordar Para os teus olhos ver uma vez mas o verdadeiro amor espera uma vez mais Quando eu te vi, o sonho aconteceu Estás em algum jardim Entre as flores